We are back. For the first time in 62 years, the Florida Memorial Lions will hit the gridiron. And their home games will be streamed by the Black College Sports Network at www.fmuathletics.com, www.mybcsn.net, and on the MyBCSN app, available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Sports, sports rap. This is BCSN Network and a trilogy of all the big time components of the show, the pregame show. But without further ado, let's really get to what everybody wants to know. We have the commissioner of the Southwestern Athletic Conference, Dr. Charles McCullough. How's it going? It's going very well, Dr. Kenyatta Convey. <laughs> <laughs> going well. Man, this gentleman and I go way back, way back, we say it. We won't get into that because y'all have heard it before, but that's why you see us cracking up when we talk to each other. Because uh, in a lot of ways, I would say at least, I'm living a dream, and I would think in some ways you're living a dream. Well, you know, I thought about today, uh, Dr. Cavell, I think it was about 13 years ago that I was athletics director at Prairie View, and we came to one of these, and we flew back together on Southwest Airlines, and I talked to you about my dream of possibly one day being the commissioner of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. You fast forward, we're sitting here, 100-year anniversary of the Southwestern Athletic Conference, new building, first building in the, that we've owned in the history of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. We've expanded from 10 schools to 12 schools, un unprecedented spring as far as exposure and you know, just all that you can ask for in a football season. And then we're going into this fall 2021 20, season. You know, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited. Brian, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I, I can tell by seeing that that look. I can tell that you two probably shared this thought somewhere. I'm just yeah. trying to imagine. I was imagining on, on some long uh, road trip in a car somewhere, you guys are kind of sharing stories about what, what things are going to look like 10 years from now. Uh, it was actually at a pool party that okay. Kenyatta threw. <laughs> He stole somebody's house and threw a pool party. So that's when we started. Yeah, Big 50. And some of y'all know what that's reverent for. But Big 50 was in one of those moves, and he shared the house. And so the, the commissioner, is, is he's on point with that. He was actually the DJ. What you all don't know, the backstory is the fact that the commissioner is extremely talented. He is also a DJ. Well, at least he was a DJ. Yeah, yeah I'm giving it up. I had somebody walk up to me one day, Kenya. I know we got to get into the business. Hey, hey, I know you. And I was like, yeah. I thought they was going to say you the commissioner. They said, you DJ. I said, no, it's not me. Well, with all that, what what are some of the big matchups that you're looking forward to? I know in your position, is, is, is it that hard to really say for a weekend and a week out? Or do you? You know, that's tough, Doc. Uh, I've had several meetings with Andrew, our assistant commissioner for media relations, and it, it's difficult. I mean, we looked at the schedule, and we're going to be announcing our uh, TV package. Okay. You know, we actually had to take games off because we could not physically deliver all of the games that we wanted to deliver. There are some weeks where there are four games that's going to have 25,000-plus mm -hmm. in the stands. Mm -hmm. Week one, you have probably the biggest matchup, Florida A&M and Jackson yeah. State. I mean, whoever wins that game, 
is going to have the heads up Huge. in the Eastern Division. Huge. Prairie View, Texas Southern, they always play Labor Day Classic, but history has shown whoever wins that game has a leg up That's right. in the Western Division race. But then you slide Alcorn State into the Western <laughs> Division, it looks totally different now. Yeah, really what I'm going to be interested to see is once the announcement is made on the predicted order of finish, where do you put Florida A&M in the, in the east? Where do you put Bethune-Cookman in the east? Where do you put Alcorn in the west? Where do you put Arkansas at Pine Bluff that went to the championship game and has everybody coming back? Where do you put them? Do you put them over Alcorn? Alcorn did not participate in the spring. Do they have everybody coming back? Are they going to be as prepared as mm -hmm. everybody else that played in the spring? Each and every week, it's, it's tough. I can tell you this. What? I have frequent flyer miles already logged in because each and every week there's going to be somewhere that you have to be. Yeah. So, and it's going to be two or three. The one thing that I can tell our fans watching, uh, each and every week within the Southwestern Athletic Conference, you're going to get a minimum of two games. Some weeks you're going to have four. So if you can't make it, sit back, relax, you're going to be able to see them on TV. Yeah, and there's one of those weeks that just really amazes me. There's a week where there's like six games where all 12 teams are playing each other. And I think there's two or three weeks. There's two weeks. or three like that. I, I was doing a little matrix uh, you know, of, of the whole season. And there's like two or three weeks where nobody has a bye, everybody's playing. Yeah, that's, that's going to be simply amazing. Getting back to some of the business parts of this with a lot of people really fascinating, and I know that is extremely important to where you are pushing the Southwestern Athletic Conference. What are some of the business things that you're most excited about or most proud of that has taken place over the last year and a half? Well, we've had a tremendous uptick in sponsors. Uh, and, again, a lot of it has to do with the momentum that we was able to garner. You know, we were very, very nervous entering into this COVID environment. And I know George Floyd's daughter says that my father is going to change the world. Mm. And that was significant. I cannot tell you, mm. based upon that young man's passing, the influx of corporate support that we got wanting now to support the minority community. And again, what better way to support it through the Southwestern Athletic Conference that now 12 institution to educate our young minds. George Floyd has definitely changed mm -hmm. the world and he has made a significant impact on the Southwestern Perfect. Athletic Conference. So from a sponsorship perspective, mm -hmm. our numbers are starting to escalate to a point to where they're making a significant difference. Cricket obviously was with us. They upped their commitment Pepsi came in, they upped their commitment, and those are dollars that are going to fund our championships, fund scholarships. As a matter of fact, uh, you know a lot about this, uh, Toyota came in uh, and funded an initiative where they wanted the top students of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. They got 30 of our top students, three nines in engineering, three mm -hmm. eights in business, and from my understanding, they hired seven of them in full-time permanent jobs. Now, my first job, it was at Prairie View A&M University. Right. I made $21,000 a year. I'll never forget it. It was $1,313.13 .13 a month. Wow. These students are signing six-figure deals coming out of college. Wow. That's the significance of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. I couldn't get in anywhere other than Prairie View. 
some of our other students don't have 36 on the SAT to be able to get into these elite institutions. They're going to our 12-member institutions getting these degrees, and that is the significance of what George Floyd has brought. That is the significance of what this football notoriety has brought, and that's why our institutions are where they are now. We educate our young minds and graduate them to be productive citizens. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bigger facility this year both in terms of COVID-19 spreading people out, but also the anticipation of many of those involved. And I know record number of those that applied, media credentials. You have a lot of executive uh, people here that are supporting this initiative. Talk about the growth that you've seen with those that are wanting to cover the Southwestern Athletic Conference along with HBCUs. Yeah, uh, last media day was 2019. We moved it to the Western. And we had a quaint room, and it was it was a very successful. I think we had, you know, fifty something odd media, which was significant for us. Uh, as we transition again with the robust spring, uh, with all of the notoriety that we've had with our coaches, uh, student athletes, you know, we had two teams to finish in the top twenty, three teams, excuse me, to finish in the top twenty-five in the FCS polls last year. A lot of notoriety. This year, we had to move to the Sheraton. We had 212 media outlets to request credentials. Mm. And the last that I saw, we had 156 that are actually here in attendance. So when you look at, you know, going from 50 plus to 150 plus, it shows you the value and the significance and the forward progression of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. So we had to get a bigger ballroom. Uh, We're on ESPN3. You know, we had press row a lot of Mm -hmm. those press row you know was radio now press row is comprised of multi cameras and (laughs) you know lights and producers and guys in the back you know this is where the southwestern athletic conference is going and i'm telling you the best has yet to arrive wow we are moving forward and we're going to continue to forge ahead we are a premier conference now the nation is starting to see it I agree with that 100% premier conference. Um, we, we mentioned a little bit with this, uh, as we get into this new year, uh, one of the big topics, I mean, we are still, at least in a, in a pandemic, uh, according to, I don't think we've officially come out of it, uh, even though it feels like it. And, that, and that's one thing I do have to say, it's great seeing so many people that have been vaccinated here, um, it would show, which goes to show how comfortable people are. Um, but coming into this upcoming year, um, I think I heard you mention the potential concerns regarding COVID or those vaccinations or positive tests. Uh, we've seen how it has affected in other sports. Baseball took a team right out of the championship final four, so to speak. And the Olympics, it's affecting athletes going over to Tokyo. Where do we want teams to be? Where, where do you want teams to be in terms of vaccination rates? Uh, and, and I guess before I get, I, I, won't, I don't want to hit you with two questions at once. So I'll just ask, where do you want teams to be with vaccination rates before I go into maybe a second question? 100% vaccinated. Uh, let's make no mistake about it. This is not about playing football games. I think we demonstrated in the spring we can play football games. Mm-hmm. This is about saving lives. I have a three-year-old daughter, right? I don't want someone carrying the coronavirus spreading that to my daughter. The same way you don't want me spreading it to your significant others. You know, just imagine 
a starting quarterback in the Southwestern Athletic Conference getting ready to play the most important game of their lives and they're not able to play it because of a positive COVID test because they did not get vaccinated. Can you imagine the Olympians that have trained their entire career for this one moment and you cannot participate because you didn't get a COVID vaccination? So it's proven to be safe. I was one of the first. I got my vaccination in January. And my wife, she didn't want it, but she understood the importance of getting This is life and death. This is not about a playing football game. We can create an environment to where we can play football games. We want to save lives. But at the same time, we're not going to put you out there to jeopardize someone else's health and safety. But because of the vaccination, and the pandemic hasn't ended. We're in a new pandemic. The Delta variant is rising. It's going to continue to rise, but it is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So those of us that have been vaccinated and have our cards, we're going to be able to move forward. We want 100%. It's not because we want you out there playing football. We do. But it's because we want you to be here 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now without any ailments or dying now because you did not want to get vaccinated. As a baby, you have to take certain shots. Right. You don't know it. Um, this vaccination at best, you know, a sore arm and some sniffles for life protection of a virus that have taken out millions and millions of people. So, again, I don't want this to sound like we're doing this so we can play football games. We play football games at Jackson State. I made a joke about it earlier. We're supposed to be limited capacity. They said they had 19,000. They had about 40,000. <laughs> so people are coming out. Right? Yeah. We know how to play a game. We want our student athletes to be safe. And so how are you, and so with that said, you're communicating that to your, your teams, your administration, and they're trying to communicate that down to their players and fans. Worst case scenario, though, if it doesn't happen or they what, what are the protocols or policies in place? Should a team have a worst-case scenario that you brought up? Starting quarterback might get hit with a positive test. What, what's the policy? How does that play out? Well, hopefully coaches have a really good backup quarterback because that quarterback won't play. Uh, and all of our coaches have to ensure that they have enough vaccinated bodies to be able to get through the season. If you don't play your games, they will be forfeited. So the contact, I guess, I guess my thought is, I know the contact tracing was a thing that tagged a lot of people previously. Absolutely. So now, is it is a similar, it, it sounds like that similar process or that similar rule is not in place. Great question. If you are vaccinated, all of those COVID protocols no longer exist for you. Only test if you have symptoms. If you are not vaccinated, you will follow the same protocols that we had in the spring. Three PCR tests, one day of game. You must wear your mask. You must stay six feet apart unless you're on the football field. If you come into close contact, that's an automatic 14 days, whether you test positive or not. If you come into close contact with someone, and our managers and trainers on campus did an outstanding job, in some instances, too outstanding of a job. You know, they were 100% for health and safety. If somebody sneezed, you're in a 14-day quarantine, right? So you cannot risk not having the vaccination. You might not catch COVID, but if you're around Kenyatta and he has COVID, you're done for 14 days. Can you imagine missing 
the Orange Blossom Classic because you were in a hotel room, somebody sneezed, and now you're in a 14-day quarantine process. Get your vaccination. No doubt about it. Uh, last thing we have you, um, they have released the predicted order of finish. Oh, okay. Excited, excited about that in terms of what that news looked like. Surprise or some, not to others. Uh, starting from the bottom, Swag Eastern Division, Mississippi Valley, 25 votes. Bethune Cookman, 71 votes. Alabama State, 76 votes. Jackson State, 80 votes. Florida AM, 109 votes. Alabama AM, they won in the spring. Not just the Southwest Athletic Conference, but the National Black College Championship, mm -hmm. 122 votes. I can see that. In the Swag yeah. Western Division. Uh, Texas Southern, 37 votes. Arkansas Pine Bluff, 68 votes. Yeah. Prairie View, 78 votes. Grambling State, 85 votes. Southern, 108 votes. And Alcorn State, 128 votes. The 2019 SWAT champion. Player of the Year, Akil Glass, Alabama A&M. Yeah. Defensive Player of the Year, Jordan Lewis, Southern. Yeah. Um, no surprises with that. But... That was dynamic in terms of folks being excited where they are. Everybody was predicting their order of finish. Uh, there was a lot of talk all week long in terms of what that looks like. So it's just it's just another step when you see the interest of what that looks like. And we'll talk about this the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I'm just a commissioner. I don't vote, <laughs> but I don't know about that Arkansas Pine Bluff thing. I thought that was kind of low. Yeah, they, that's, that's interesting. You know, that's interesting. very impressed. <laughs> yeah. and, and in my opinion – they just ran out of time against Alabama A&M. They true. were there to score. They could have very well won the championship, to, you know. But, again, this is what we've said about the Southwestern Athletic Conference. All of those teams, yeah. you know, if you're if you're saying Arkansas at Pine Bluff is the fifth best team in the Western Division and they made it to the SWAC championship game, yeah. just imagine what all of our games mm -hmm. are going to be like. Mm -hmm. One thing that I do want to talk about that I think is going to be very uh, intriguing to the fans is our protocol for voting for first team and second team. Okay. And we had a lot of debate about this in the office. And ultimately what you're going to see is teams that participated in the spring are going to have a leg up. So part of our conference policy is if you were first team in the preceding season, mm -hmm. you're automatically first team in the preseason. Mm -hmm. And if you were second team mm -hmm. and the first team slot is open, you automatically roll into that mm -hmm. slot. Okay. So ultimately what has happened is Bethune-Cookman, Florida A&M, and uh, Alcorn State did mm -hmm. not participate in the spring. We could not skip over spring and go to fall right. and say, well, we're going to judge what you did in the fall. So in that predicted order of finish, it's sports information directors and coaches. Mm -hmm. In the first team and second team and player of the year, it's the same group. Okay. But those parameters are there in order for them to vote. So I know Bethune-Cookman and Florida A&M and Alcorn are saying, hey, what about our oh, guys? Yeah. The fact that they did not participate in the spring, we could not skip over the spring and go to the preceding fall because Charles McClellan could have been the best player in the nation in 19, mm -hmm. but we can't skip 20 to get to 20. I'm glad you said that because you know that is going to be a talking point in, in certain states and in certain areas. Where's our guy at? And yeah. yeah. But that makes sense. In it terms does. Of that, um, it's what have you done for me lately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talk a lot about, about mm -hmm. that. Um, but, but again, this is a policy that's been within 
the conference. It was voted up on ultimately by the coaches. Okay. We debated whether or not we change it in this COVID environment, and we just erred on the side of let's not tinkle with our policies in that fashion. Who is going to be the best from a student-athlete's perspective will be determined. Through the course of play. In about five weeks. Yep. Uh, I'll well let you close it out. Well said. Uh, well, I – Thank you for your time. Obviously, it's a busy day. Great crowd. I know you got a lot of other uh, people to, to say hello to and a lot of other interviews. So I, I want to give you the last word. Anything? I mean, that was great right there. But, I mean, if there's anything else you want to add, um, please share. Just want to thank you. want to thank uh, the fans that tune in. I ultimately watch you guys a lot. You know, I get in my cubby hole and I do my – search and I listen and sometimes I want to call in and tell you you're wrong and cuss you out. Don't do that, but I just want to thank you for, you know, the continuing coverage. You guys were covering this when it wasn't that popular. You know, there are a lot of other people trying to integrate into the space now and you will forever have my commitment, you know, to coming on your show and, and giving you all of the information because I am extremely thankful uh, for what you've done for the Southwestern Athletic Conference and HBCU Sports as a whole. So, thanks again. Thank you. Dr. Charles McClellan, Commissioner, Southwestern Athletic Conference. Uh, we will be back right after these words with more interviews and guests right here on this uh, BCS in Game Time with Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab and the Sports Wrap. Be on next.